0: Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriagepodcast.
1: There are a lot of reasons for blended families today, including divorce, the loss of a spouse, or having a child out of wedlock, Uh, whatever the reason. We want you to know that God's grace is strong enough to give you a good future. I'm John Fuller along with Dr. Greg Smalley and his wife Erin. They're in charge of our marriage department and today we're going to hear from Ronnie and Lamar Tyler. They've worked through blended family dynamics themselves and here they are talking now with Jim
2: Daly about their story. I just keep thinking inside, Ronnie, how proud your mom and dad must be of you, (laughs) knowing you from, you know, the point that they had you all through your 20s and now looking at you and Lamar and just going, all right, Lord, thanks for answering all those prayers. But um, what can people do uh, to help support the blended family? You know, if you're speaking to Gene and me, we got married at 25. We're still married and we have two boys. But for people that we know at our church that might be in a blended family situation, is there any instruction or advice you'd have for us?
3: Yeah, just a, a few things. And the first is to just have a space, open communication, a form or something where those families can come together. One of the things that Ronnie and I learned once we actually started sharing our story and talking to other people was that all blended families go through pretty much the same type of stuff. Right. But we never knew that because we never talked to anyone else about what was going on. Interesting. And it wasn't until we started writing about it. We did a documentary about it, things like that, where we actually opened up the conversation. And then people would say, well, you know, uh, my stepson did this and my stepdaughter did this or, hey, you know, my my spouse treats um, the stepkids this way. And this is how I feel about it. And we say "Hey, we've gone through that same stuff. And we've been in a room with, you know, 10, 15 other couples in all the stories, you know that like the intricacies of what happened may have changed, but the arc of the storyline is pretty much the same most of the time. Mm-hmm. So these couples need to know that I'm not alone. I'm not going through something alone. I think we isolate ourselves, just like with anything else, right? We, well, we... particularly in the church. Exactly. Exactly.
2: It's awkward, you know. We don't know the reasons that people divorce and remarry. It could be the death of a spouse. It could be they didn't get along and they divorced. And you know, we fumble with that yeah. uh, how to and, how to be a
3: friend in that and situation for the churches. You know, it's important for the churches to realize these people are sitting in your pews. So you can pretend and you can act like it doesn't exist, but these people are sitting in your pews. They're hurting and they need help. And if we want to lower the divorce rate in the church, this is one of the things we specifically need to focus on is the fact that these blended families um, need help. And a lot of times they need help and they may need um, resources that are specifically tailored towards blended Mm -hmm. families. Because a lot of times if they just act out, you know, uh, basic marriage general advice, of where you should do this with the kids, you should do that with the kids, it may have compounding repercussions and yeah. things that actually happen back.
2: Ronnie, uh, you mentioned something to me before we went to air here, and I, I wanna come back to it because I think it, it was powerful, mm-hmm. and I think it is instructional for all of us. When we talk in the church about marriage, we talk about the right way to do it, doing it in the right way. You get, You get married, then you have children. That's the formula for success statistics show that that's the right way to go. But that language that we use can be very off-putting to people who blew it. Um, Kind of where you were at when you were 19, had a child out of wedlock. What instruction do you have for us as Christians to not look so highly upon ourselves Mm -hmm. that we're doing it all right and you, the sinner, you're doing it all wrong?
4: Right. You know, you definitely can acknowledge, yes, you know, I had a child out of wedlock. and and now I have these kids, now I have a blended family, but I feel like sometimes people get stuck on, you didn't do it the right way. Well, I'm here now. And I am yeah. trying to do it the right, right. way. Here and I'm go. married to Lamar. And and I feel proud of my family now. And you know, And I want people to know, yeah, I'm not ashamed. I have a blended family. There are some things that I've gone through in my journey, but I'm here now. And I just think that people need to be conscious of just the way that they're talking to yeah. the families. And also that they're not recognizing that there's... Everything is not a remarriage situation or that, um, you know, a person's spouse died. But there are some people that had children out of wedlock and they're in this room. And you're not acknowledging all of the situations as you're teaching about blended families. You're just talking about remarriage and you're just talking about like maybe somebody is a widow or something like that. But just go ahead and acknowledge all of the situations, but then also acknowledge the beauty of what's happening right now, that they have come into the covenant of marriage and that they want to stay in it and, and that they're here because they want to do it right this time All right. around.
2: This has been so good. I appreciate your vulnerability mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, your instruction for both intact married first time families and the raising of kids and how this applies along with the blended family. And maybe that 20 something or 30 something that the light has not gone on yet. Uh, man, this is for you. Hearing Ronnie's story and Lamar's story, I hope it uh, ministers to you. We have great counselors here at Focus on the Family, mm-hmm. and they are ready to talk to you if you need help. Man, that's why we that's our mission. That's why we're here. So take advantage of it. Uh, supporters have allowed us through their faithful regular giving to be able to staff uh, the counseling department with 20 or so counselors who can um, help you through this moment, and then they also have the ability to refer you uh, to a counselor in your area. In addition to that, we have our Hope Restored Intensive Marriage Program, with about an 80% post-two-year success rate. And th- this is mostly for people who are on the brink of divorce; they're ready to give up. They've only had the two options: like either do this unhappily, or let's get divorced. There is a third way: let's live it happily, and they will teach couples how to do that better. And I'm telling you, um, it is worth the investment in your marriage to go and do that. And uh, we hope you'll take advantage of it.
1: And we do have the information for Hope Restored on our website. And in the show notes, uh, we'll have that link. Set up a consultation with one of our counselors. It may be that you don't need Hope Restored, but you do need counseling. Our number is 800-the-letter-A-and-the-word-family. And Greg, if um, if you're thinking of a blended family that's doing pretty well, does someone come to mind?
5: Absolutely. Erin and I have some dear friends, Ed and Renee Baer, who I just love their story. I've, I've been privileged to hear their love story. I've heard them share their story. And as Ed walked into their marriage, Renee had a child from a different relationship. And I, I love just hearing how instantly this child became his. He adopted this child but knew that he needed to give their relationship with this young boy Mm. time to really grow. And he was patient. And, you know, as things ultimately went wrong from time to time, he was just so patient, always saying that that, that you're my son as well. Mm. What I love, too, about their marriage is that they really prioritize their relationship. and, Mm. And they work to really strengthen their marriage, which gave their kids something to look at that was healthy and strong, and it it gave them hope. And that's what I love about blended families, is they come together, is they really work on their marriage and and prioritize that. It shows that relationships can work, and we've had the privilege of being in a small group with this couple for a number of years, and just absolutely respect and love them. Mm. And now to see them ministering
1: to other blended families, yeah. is just what what a way that God's used their story. Well, here here at Focus, we want people to know it's not over. Mm-hmm. Just because you have lost a marriage or because you're trying to start over, it's not um, it's not hopeless. There is hope here.
0: Yeah, what co- who comes to mind for me as a family that I knew in the past that she had five kids, he had two. And they started when they were very young. They married um, when the kids were very young, blended this family, and it was hard. But now these kids are adults and they're getting married. And I love watching this couple minister to each of these couples. It's phenomenal. It's like they have a small group right in their own home. Of course, they're not living in their home. Some of them, I think one couple is, but (laughs) it's it's looking how uniquely they cater to each of these couples. And what I love to see is they're clearly doing something right because these kids come to them for advice. They come and they ask, what should we do in this situation? And they're willing to step in. They recognize when it's healthy to step in and when it's too much. But they, those kids know they are committed to them. And it's both of them. What I see as important in their relationship is that they communicate about what they need from each other and about how the one can step in and be especially supportive yeah. with one child yeah. or another.
1: Well, there are just two examples, and of course we heard from the Tylers. That's another example of hope uh, when you are rebuilding and blending. And one of the best resources that we might recommend for you if you're a blended family and wanting to grow as a couple is Ronnie Lamar's DVD called Blended, The Unspoken Truth About Step Families. And we'll send that to you if you can make a generous donation of any amount to the Ministry of Focus on the Family today. We've got details in the show notes. By the way, stop by our website or click the link in our show notes and uh, take our free marriage assessment. Uh, over 800,000 people have taken that and uh, you'll find it helpful in understanding kind of where you're at in the relationship and some growth points. Um, all of this and much, much more on our website. Again, check the show notes for more. Next time, we'll hear from Aaron Odom about some helpful ideas for overcoming financial problems in your marriage. For now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron Smalley and the rest of our team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks so much for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.